0: Hi, this is Natalia Benson, and this is going to be a very short episode exploring a topic that I find extremely, extremely powerful, and one that I think is even important to adopt some sort of new attitude around Now, I'm going to tell you a story. Uh, It's quite actually hard for me to talk about. And I have a Capricorn rising and I'm not always... (laughs) I'm not always uh, great at being vulnerable. At least in this sort of context. But I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. So, last year... I got into a very, very intense, intensely karmic, emotional relationship, and this was a relationship that I got into very quickly, and it only lasted about five or six months, so you could say that I got out of it just as quickly as well. And without going too deeply into detail and to respect this person's, um, you know, just to respect this person, I won't go too deeply into the nuances of our dynamic, but it was a challenging relationship, and I will admit to you, I am a very beautiful human being, but I'm also very complex and intense, and relationships have always seemed to bring out a rebellion in me that I've never exactly been able to, to figure out why. I think on some level I rebel against them because I am so deeply committed to, man, just filling up the total space of my potential as a woman and as myself. So to put it simply, I have not always chosen the right partners for myself. I have been more devastated by relationships than any other part of my life. Devastated. I'm sure many, many, many can relate. So... I was in this relationship for about five or six months, and what I realized is that this person had a personality that I didn't see at the time, but it did not work with mine. I learned so many volatile but important lessons. I learned lessons in in listening to my intuition I learned lessons in respecting this internal voice that we often ignore. And I want to make this about more about me than about this person, because in relationships, it is more about us. The person is a mirror. But in keeping with the quote that I will share at the end of this story, I do also want to speak to what I just mentioned, which was that I've often chosen the quote-unquote wrong people. Now, what exactly does that mean? Because in essence, every person is a teacher. So in essence, no one can actually be wrong for us because if we look at them as teacher then how could it ever be wrong there are no mistakes only lessons so i moved through this relationship on a roller coaster it went from being extremely high and powerful and one of the most beautiful connective experiences i'd ever had With a man. I almost didn't know that it was possible. But at one point, it turned almost like a black and white. And I saw sides of myself that I had almost never seen before. I didn't even know they were possible. They were sides of myself that it was like the fullest depletion and i let myself stay there because i was afraid to get out i was very emotionally mentally physically and even in some moments spiritually addicted to this person and i will not sugarcoat that they on some level um that they on some level didn't enjoy that. But the place where I take responsibility is that I didn't leave sooner. I said something to myself the other day because I have to continually forgive myself for even staying in a dynamic like that for five to six months. That was a lot of emotions and a lot of deep karmic lessons and pain to go through. And I said to myself the other day, I was in the kitchen and I was replaying a conversation and getting very angry and upset and hurt. And I stopped myself and I said, Natalia, you have to forgive. You have to forgive because not forgiving is like drinking poison, hoping the other person will be harmed. You have to forgive. And I had um, a really interesting experience last week. I went to a sound bath with a girlfriend of mine, and in the sound bath. I didn't. I actually had never been to one before. I did a lot of, a lot of uh, gong meditations and Kundalini um, yoga, and uh, when I did my teacher training, and I was a very, very consistent practitioner. A lot of gong meditations, which is similar to a sound bath, I suppose, um, definitely cleans your subconscious. When I was laying there, and I was interested to see what I would think about. And I had this moment, and by the way, you know, over the last, especially the last five months, the amount of like anger and sadness that I'd been moving through around just conversations that were surfacing and truths that were surfacing and feelings that I hadn't really dealt with during the grieving process of the breakup coming up and they they at moments felt like they could drown me but I just kept moving through them so as I laid in this gong meditation I wondered what would come up and this clear memory came in and I realized I hadn't thought about it in so long because all I had been doing was talking to my girlfriends and to my mom and my therapist about how angry I was at this person and my judgment and my pettiness but also some very real things that I felt in reference to this relationship so as I I laid there I had this this clear moment and I remembered the first night I ever spent time with this person he came over to my house and we were just friends initially, and I remember sitting there with him, and I had never felt so connected to another person and I, that I didn't know. It was just the most simple conversation. We liked a lot of the same music, and it was just this feeling of beauty and innocence and hope and gratitude And this was before we became lovers and we were, um, became embroiled in our relationship and all the karma that came with that. And I had this memory and I realized I hadn't thought about that because that all, that night became a distant memory after I got deeper into that, um, dynamic and I had this moment where I realized, like, wow, you are not a bad person. You're not the person I've been making you out to be. You are learning and trying your best just as much as I am and I was. And I realized I had started to paint this person in this horrible light to make myself a victim and to make myself feel justified in my anger and my distraction and there was this lightness that came over me and a peace that i hadn't felt around it and you know relationships i don't know how they are for most people i i am not exactly sure on some levels, why they challenge me as deeply as they do. But they've been my deepest teachers every single time. And they've never let me settle, ever. Because even to have been in a relationship with as strange and damaging of a dynamic as I was in it didn't last that long, and amidst it, I did more self work than I ever had in my entire life. And I called my mom after the sound bath, and I said, "Mom, I am. I feel better about this situation." And I told her what happened, and I said, "How can I fault this experience or even this person when?" All I did was come out of that relationship the best possible version of myself. I've never been better. I think that oftentimes we get tried so deeply, pressurized so deeply, so harshly, because we're meant to show up and do the work. Because outside of all of my judgment and my anger and my resentment of that relationship and experience, I came out of it better than ever. I have never been better. And much of that was because of the hurt and because also this person had no problem telling me what they thought about me which in some moments was extremely justified and true, and in some moments perhaps were not. But regardless, we are what we do with our pain. We are what we do with our pain. No more and no less. And our life unfolds around that truth, and I'm very moved to tears because this is, um, it's very powerful for me to share this. I want to read the quote that inspired this and really broke my heart open and helped me remember the truth. So I'm going to read it to you. To meet someone who really hurts you is to meet a rare and precious treasure hold that person in high esteem and make full use of the opportunity to eradicate your defects and make progress on the path if you cannot yet feel love and compassion for those who treat you badly it is a sign that your mind it is a sign that your mind has not been fully transformed And that you need to keep working on it with increased application. Dilko Kayensi Rinpoche. I truly, truly hope that this has assisted you, me sharing my story. I hope that it eases your pain or suffering or resentment or anger in some way. If there's one thing I have learned through, all of my relationships no matter their duration is that every single person that I've called into my experience has been there to make me better and I think that when especially as women when we can see heartbreak that way we are an unstoppable force in the world And as human beings, when we can forgive resentment and anger and judgment from our past, it liberates us. And then I think from there we call in what is really in alignment with our heart. And until we're ready to truly do that, we will keep calling in the lessons. We will keep calling in the lessons until we choose to be powerful and and not to choose victimhood any longer, thank you so much for listening to this brief episode. I love you deeply, and I would love to hear from you how this uh, how this uh, landed with you. I love you very much, thank you.